Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. So I'm just wondering if Prince Harry is going to be in Us Weekly magazine in the Royals, their Just Like Us section, buying diapers in the baby aisle of Hughes Supermarket. Like, do they even have Hughes anymore? Maybe it's Ralph's, Ralph's Supermarket. But I've been around a long time and I've been reading um, headlines at the nail salon for years. And remember when it was like every day, Paris Hilton, um, Nicole Richie, Lindsay Lohan, where every single day they were on the cover of every magazine as like frenemies and everything that they did. Like that was sort of when magazine pop culture was on full tilt because they were like reality stars and everybody was so accessible and people would call the paparazzi. It was like then it was like Heidi and Spencer, these people that were on every single day. I mean, the Kardashians are in the press all the time, but there are just certain people that Every single day, it's a new headline with the same regurgitated garbage. So the Royals used to be somewhat inaccessible. Like it used to be, 
that we would just be like, oh my God, we got a picture of Princess Kate, you know, going to pick up the kids from school or when Diana would be in a sweatshirt. Just, it was sort of, it was captivating, but there was definitely a veil, you know? And I feel like when Prince Harry and Meghan defected, the veil was lifted and they're just so accessible. And I feel like they had so much more protection when they were in the royal family. Like everything that they said they wanted to achieve by being totally private. And Oprah said, you know, just because they want to be private doesn't mean they want to be silent. Just because you want privacy doesn't mean you need to be silent, which I don't know if I agree. For a minute, you got to be silent to become private. Um, There are celebrities that are really anonymous and private because they choose to be so. And they're not always doing something, saying something, being photographed with some message. So I just feel like they're totally accessible now. And they're just like sort of semi-normal celebrities. They don't seem like royals at at all anymore. And I certainly would rather be like an inaccessible royal than, you know, a celebrity. I mean, soon they're going to be in like celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew, just like talking about their marital problems. We're going to be like fully there, like, you know, do a reality show with like... Beatrice and Eugenie and, 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 and Prince Andrew, the, the, the black sheep of the family, just like so accessible. Get the camera crew out. I don't think that the queen would be on the reality show. I really don't. Maybe William and Kate would make a cameo. I'm not sure because I don't want to be smeared the way that they have been. But uh, and I'm dipping into touchy, touchy, murky territory now, as I have before. But I'm cool with that because I can't live in fear. So royals, they're just like us. Don't we need to see more pictures of the royals doing normal things? Just like they dug up a picture of Harry riding a bicycle years ago and, you know, they hang out with their chickens and Harry rides a bike in, in, in Santa Barbara and just goes to the beach and they're just like, they're normal now. They're just totally normal. Like, you know, next is going to be just like, we're going to see him at Barry's boot camp or, uh, you know, Megan's going to be at a soul cycle class, getting a latte. She's going to be doing TikTok soon. Royal talk. What do you all think? Do we need more accessibility to the royals? I feel like they should just put cameras inside the royal palace and we should just like go right in there. I mean, the veil has been lifted. My guest today, Steve Madden, an entrepreneur, award-winning shoe designer and business titan. 2020 marked the 30-year anniversary of Steve Madden, his luxury shoe brand. He is a devoted family man, recovering addict, philanthropist, and mentor who supports a number of organizations that help those in need of a second chance. He has been through the ringer. He has a crazy story. Today, we talk about why you need to be a little fearless when it comes to starting a business, the importance of finding good leadership within your business, how a lot of success involves capitalizing on lucky breaks, and why quality is more important than quantity. Steve's story is really inspiring, and I think you'll love our conversation. So we know each other, um, and we talked about business before, and you're very much a branding person, very much an entrepreneur. You're hungry, you're driven, you are definitely passionate, you are intense, polarizing, I'm sure. Um, So... When did you really get started in business? You worked at this shoe store, what, when you were 26? So, okay, so I went, I worked in a shoe store when I was in high school. 
and um, the owner of the store was like became like a mentor to me. I like I really looked up to the guy. He was I was, you know, 17. He was 28. And uh, and at that time, shoes, ladies shoes and men's shoes were experiencing a revolution. Platforms came in. So it was really exciting and different. And it was a bunch of what was different for me was was it was like artist hippie guys making money right and and my only experience with people successful were people like my dad who wore like hats and made the long island railroad and carried briefcases and voted for nixon kind of a thing and so now you had like these freaks that went to woodstock were now being creative so you know, it was long past Woodstock. It was 1975, but that influence. So it was, it was different. And it piqued my interest that I could make a lot of money. I could be around girls. I could be creative. Like all of these things hit me. So you're an artist in addition to an entrepreneur. You consider yourself to be artistic in that way. I don't mean that you can draw. I just mean that you have that fashion flair that you don't come in that package, but that you have that sort of creative fashion artistic part of you. Or it's marketing. I may not be an artist, but I certainly suffer from the artist temperament. Okay. No, you do. You need to be creative. You cannot be trapped. Is that true? No, you know, I mean, yes, I suppose I was. I don't really think of it like that. Uh, I'm. This is what I do for a living. I never really, I mean, I have thought about it. I, I shouldn't say I haven't thought about it, but it's not something. So I've, I very proudly say that, I create shoes and make shoes to pay my rent. This is what I do. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a professional. You know, when, when I'm very connected to the, I'm very connected to that. You know, I don't, I never really fancied uh, people who were, you know, art for art's sake. And, um, and I don't like people around me I mean, around me, working for me, who who were into that. But I definitely nurture and worship creativity, but it's to the to that end. Well, we, uh, later we'll get to philanthropy because with me, the twain don't meet. You're working to make money. You're doing philanthropy to help people. They're separate entities. They're not necessarily connected. Yes. Well, everything is connected, Bethany. Everything in my life is connected. Okay. And my work and philanthropy and all of it, it's all, it all has to do with the shoes selling ultimately. I, you know, I remember reading about John Lennon and Paul McCartney and everybody thinks of them as, you know, back in the day, John Lennon was the ultimate like sort of hippie. But when they wrote songs together, like I want to hold your hand, Paul would say to John, well, we just, we just got a new swimming pool. You know, so they were very connected to that, too. Oh, which was, yeah, I understand. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Absolutely. You know, they were very like, oh, OK, we just got ourselves another house. Right. You know, and uh, and I remember being struck with that. They were very because at the time it was very sort of, you know, pe- that time it was sort of hippy dippy and all of that. Well, you're but, allowed to make money off of something that you love and you probably will make money because you love it. It's interesting that you've really stayed close to the line because people make the mistake of branching out. Like you're that good at one thing and you've mastered 
one space of democratizing fashionable shoes, you know, that are aspirational, but still affordable. So for people who really, you know, are going check to check, it's aspirational. But for people that can afford anything they want, they're still really fashionable. So my question to you is, why didn't you dive really deeply into other areas? That would be so tempting for you to think, you know, so so why didn't you do that? Um, I, was, I sort of have a sort of had some core, you know, business philosophies. And uh, so I thought, you know, we'll just be as good as we can be. And uh, the other thing I just want to mention when you were talking uh, was so doing it for a living, which is what I said to you, is one thing. But I always believed that if I made great shoes and made shoes that people wanted to buy, that everything would take care of itself, that I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, lawyers and P&Ls and accountants, that all I had to do. I was, I, I had this knowledge somehow that if I knew how to make shoes that girls wanted to buy, that everything was going to work out. And that is still the overriding philosophy of my company today. When we get distracted, we have other things, you know, buybacks, dividends, buying other companies. It's like, okay, we're going back. And during the pandemic, let's go back to our knitting. We're going to make great shoes that people want to buy. So you're talking about the culture of your company and people at home who are yes. starting something. That's my it's all about the it's shoes. Usually, usually things, it's so funny because I talk to people here and say, there really are no tricks. It's about hard work. If you really work hard, you're focused, you're driven, you're going with your gut, you actually know that you're on the right path, you will be successful. Most people don't work that hard and people get tricked by the bells and whistles. And I say, everything is your business. If you bother to do it, do it well. I don't make a piece of chicken if I don't make, I don't just throw it in the microwave. I'd rather not, I'd rather not make it. I'd rather not eat. I hate average in anything. So I'm bothered with things that are average. I would just rather not do it. So I feel that you're just saying, if we're doing this thing, we're doing this thing well. So for everybody listening, whatever you're doing, just do it well or just don't do it. You're not, it's not bad. You're not better than it. It's not, it's shoes, it's buttons. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Just do it in a quality versus quantity perspective. So that's what you were saying. Okay, so great. So um, as far as luck, um, everybody has a different sort of opinion of what luck is. You make your own luck, you see luck, then you, it's where you take it. What percentage is it lucky and smart with you? I've, I've always believed that uh, business acumen and intelligence has to do with the fact that you recognize that you just got a lucky break, Okay. So I don't think like human beings, like we're much different on the IQ. Like, I, don't, I think we're all kind of dumb and all kind of smart, unless you're, you know, Bill Gates or one of those outliers. You know, I'm, I'm an average guy. OK, but I believed that I had the knowledge to know when I was lucky. I always said when the window is open, I went and jumped through it. You know, some people get those lucky breaks and they don't take advantage of them. So I like to think that's what I did well. That's very primal. It's very simple. and It doesn't seem that smart, but it's just basic. Yeah, I don't think it has so much to do with, it, you know, like overall intelligence. There's many people I've met that are smarter than me. But I just had this innate sense when good fortune was smiling on me. And so I better double down right now. Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. 
Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Well, you just said something interesting. We all know people who have MBAs who are really, really quote unquote smart and can process information within a box, within an educational box. All of a sudden they get out of there and they're not good because they're not fearless. You're fearless. I'm fearless. You're just fucking jumping out that window. And being fearless is really great because when you jump, you fly. If you can handle it, if you can handle the storm, if you can handle the blow, like, and you're a person who's had a lot of crazy hardship, which we'll get into, but that's part of it. Being, you know, not reckless, which you've been, but fearless, which is important. You got to take some risks. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not so fearless today. I'm not fearless with my kids. I can tell you No, but when you had nothing, you were fearless to start this business. You might not be able to start this again right now. Would you? From the beginning? Oh, no. 
I would not. <laughs> I don't know if I would have, I wouldn't do it again. I couldn't do it. I don't have the, the, the strength maybe to do it again. It was a, you know, you know, I started my business you know, I was 31 and or 32, 31 or 32. I, you know, it was like, I was a maniac. I was just, there was nothing that I wouldn't do to win. And, uh, that's good and bad, but you know, I, I, I tell the story, like, I remember like being in a traffic jam in a car and getting, I had a driver, even when I was broke, because I was, I was a terrible driver. So, and I remember getting out of the car and directing traffic, literally getting out and, and, and holding cars up because it was knotted up. Like there was nothing that I wouldn't do to, to make Whoa. something happen. And that was there 32 years old. I, you were doing that? So when did you feel like you could open the mini bar and get the suite at a hotel? What age? Um, probably uh, three years later. So you were later than a lot of people. You know, I was late too. I was 37 years old. I went from broke to having money late in life. So that's scary at a point when you don't have a, yeah. you know, you don't have a safety net and you're still hustling and still pitching your shit to people and you're like later in your 30s it's not that cute and you're the man you have to buy at that that point of course i'll take women back 100 years but you're in new york city you have to pay your rent you got to buy girls drinks you got to act like you're you know somebody and being the man and not having any money is not that cute in new york city in your 30s yeah i started to get a little like i remember i had this girlfriend and uh in the village in greenwich village and uh and I remember taking her because I was such an insecure idiot, you know. I remember taking her to the uh, ATM, and I had like fifteen thousand dollars in the account, and I was so proud of that. It was like the most I ever had. And I remember, sh like, it would come up on the screen, and I would like show off to her. Look, <laughs> fifteen thousand. I'm a baller, you know. So it was like that, you know. Like, uh, it was sort of. I never really had more than $20,000 together. I mean, you know. I had it, eight when I went into the housewives, 8,000. I did become wealthy. Like, it went pretty much quickly. You know, I went from, and then all of a sudden I was flying on private planes. So it went from zero to hero real fast. Yes, pretty much, pretty much. And it was. Well, did you ever have debt? No, Steve Madden really was, uh, was never really, never had debt. Steve Madden, the company. Steve Madden person person. And oh my God, in my twenties, I was such a disaster. You know, I got, I got sober when I was 31. And so my life changed, but I was a complete disaster, uh, in my twenties, uh, in every facet of my life. And I was using, and, uh, you know, I was working for a shoe company before I started Steve Madden. And I was, I was good, but I was high, you know, I was high and, you know, a mess. And, but when you're in your twenties, you sort of can, uh, you can sort of kind of get away with it because you can wake up and, you know, go to work and you can sleep it off on the weekends. You don't have responsibilities. You don't have kids. You don't have to be anywhere for the most part. Yeah. But I was a disaster. But then just fast forward, Steve Madden never had debt. The company never. Got it. Okay. Uh, so we have a very, we have a lot of parallels. I had debt as a person. I mean, I had credit card, nothing crazy, 20,000 that I combined everything together, but I never had debt as a company. I still, I own a hundred percent of Skinny Girl besides the cocktails. So that's interesting too. So 31, you get clean, you start your business. 
did what what age were you and we're going to get into that whole the whole crazy period of your life not that it all hasn't been crazy but the crazy period is now with three kids in school in manhattan that crazy period i don't think that's as crazy because it's more contained i think you were a loose horse before and you're at least like in you know in a box like you're contained yeah it's not as crazy but it's definitely heart-wrenching in many ways are you, do you mean watching your kids not be, not socialized and be homeschooled or watching your city be crumbled? Which part? No, just the whole thing. I have three children. It came to me late in life. Uh, had my first kids at 49. Had twins. You know, nothing terrible. But, you know, just stuff not, you know, you know, not doing well in one class or just stuff. Just, well, it keeps going. We keep managing shit and it gets harder as we get older. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's really something. So, um, dinosaurs, we are older. You're older than I am. And you, you've talked about being 60 and you still feel like you have the fire in you, but I'm sure your body's not feeling the same way. So how do you still know what's cool and hip and what's going on in your business when you're not the, the young demo and, you know, and how do you have somebody else who really has their the pulse on the street, like people that work for you, managing people for me is the hardest part of a business. So both of those things. Oh, it's, I guess, a three-part. You went away and your business thrived while away, which is the true test of a good business because it means it can survive without you. So all of this is what I want to understand about your business, making it thrive without you, knowing how to keep stay hip when you could become a dinosaur in your own business, and um, managing people. Well, let's just say that knowing what you don't know is a tremendous asset in a business. So we we have to acknowledge that I'm, you know, I'm not going to clubs and taking ecstasy anymore. <laughs> we can acknowledge that. Okay. We can acknowledge that. So, or, you know, you know, I'm not in the life, you know, or whatever, you know, and people, artists and businessmen age and one has to deal with it. So, for me, I know what I don't know. And I have surrounded myself with a tremendous team. <clears throat> Many are better than me. And I've taught them all. I'm quite proud. And many of them are actually better than me now. I have to like remember that I taught them so I don't jump off a building. But, you know, I'm okay. But I'm definitely not the smartest guy in the room. But um, so we got this great team. The teamwork is very important for, you know, a business, business my size, especially, especially with founders, you know, founders tend to, which you are one, Bethany, but founders tend to gum up the works sometimes because they're perfectionists and like everything is important. You know, everything is important to them. Um, I remember at it, we, used, we have these shoe shows in the showrooms and we cater food and we have all the, we had, this was before the pandemic, all the buyers would come up from all over the country. And I remember the chocolate chip cookies tasted bad. And I called the caterer and I went crazy on it. I said, you can't have cookies that taste like medicine. You cannot do them. Like I was getting people are looking at me like you're Lunatic. a fucking <laughs> man. You can't run a billion dollar company worried about the cookies. So yes, we've, you know, we've have young people and uh, and and the reason I say young people is because there's been a revolution in the last ten years. It's like the I feel like this society and business kind of didn't move up until about twelve years ago. 
15 years ago. And all of a sudden we're in a cycle now that's moving so quick. Every, every month there's something new. And so, and it's mostly because of the phone and because of social media. So I would, so I, as someone that didn't grow up with social media, like, you know, it's not a, it's not an instinctual thing for me. And, uh, I have a bunch of young people that live and breathe all the, you know, social media platforms. And we're very advanced as a company. And, you know, I love it. I, you know, I, I'm not really, I don't, I'm not on TikTok, but my children love it. And is it. it selling shoes? Is TikTok selling shoes for you? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. So how important is social media for you? It's everything. It's, it's everything outside of my, what I do, which is make the donuts, so that hasn't changed, thankfully. Um, and what about e-commerce? What, how strong was your e-commerce during this pandemic? How much did that, quote unquote, save you, your retail business in many ways? Our e-commerce business is tremendous. It has exploded beyond my wildest dreams. The numbers are astronomical. And, uh, you know, we've sped up into the future. You know, that's what the pandemic did. <laughs> Again, just to remind you, just to reiterate, and it's actually good for me to even hear myself saying these words. It still hasn't changed my basic function, is which is making shoes that people want to buy, which is what I focus on. And uh, so the platforms have changed dramatically. The, not the platform shoes. The vehicle. The vehicle. Yeah. Yes, it's tremendous. We're even going to be doing more stuff on YouTube and uh you know, I'm thinking of having a little show on YouTube and not like what you do with the podcast, but like a shoe show. <laughs> like, I like this shoe. <laughs> you know, it's it's very exciting time. It's very exciting for me. I'm, a, I'm as excited as I've been in 20 years. Wow, that's it's, amazing. Yes, because, because I because the internet is so damn exciting. It's so, and you could put up shoes and get reaction and it's fantastic. So now what, what drives you? Is it, I don't mean just the money. The money is like the scorecard as we know. Is it the game? Is it the idea? It's not your kids. Your kids are set up forever anyway. Sometimes people say that and, you know, and it's, we say that, but we know that our kids are fine, you know, way better than we grew up. So what makes you want to do this all the time? You're addicted to the idea, the execution of the idea. What makes you keep going? And people around you are like, fucking stop, relax. It's like enough. What is it? I guess I was born this way. I'm very competitive. I was competitive as, you know, a 10-year-old. Uh, and I'm competitive now. I, I want everybody to wear my shoes. I just want people to just love my shoes. <laughs> I'm looking for love. I think I'm looking for love. You're looking for love. I believe that. You're looking for love and adoration. Well. Yeah, adoration, sure. Even though, yes. All right. Yes, I am. So now let's get into the stuff that really people can definitely relate to, which is hitting the bottom. Twice, I feel like. You you ha- had, you said before, you were an a- you are an addict. You had, I am an you're addict. a recovering yes. addict. I am in recovery. Okay. Yes. And you had a relapse. I did. So what's harder, the first time to quit or the relapse, which is really the bottom, which is worse? I haven't had a drink in 21 years. No, I had a relapse on pain pills, but uh, it's a day at a time, you know? So we didn't talk about it. 
sobriety is the most important thing in my life. Uh, it's hard sometimes, you, and there are days when it's not, right? So like, that's when I'm in trouble on those days when I think more about money or love or family or whatever. No, sobriety is more important than family. Sobriety is more important than my children. Sobriety is more important than Steve Madden's shoes. And that's the fact. And the days that I know that are the days that I'm good. That's powerful. Do people say that? Do that it's more paramount to anything? Everything goes if I use. Everything goes. Children, money, self-esteem, death could be shortly coming. My demise will come at this age, will come shortly thereafter. And uh, so that's why it's everything. Does your mind play tricks on you? Oh, God. Every <laughs> My mind always plays tricks on me. And some mornings I wake up and, uh, you know, I think, God, life is so beautiful and I'm the most blessed man and, you know, I, wonderful. And then there are mornings when I wake up and I, I hate myself. I think you're just the most selfish, self-centered motherfucker. People only like you because you have money. I have those days. <laughs> They are not, I have more of the good days than the bad days. But are the bad days connected to saying I could have a drink today or it's not like that? Uh, eventually, if you allow yourself to wallow in that, you will head in the wrong direction. So I like to say, you know, am I headed towards a drink or away from a drink today? You know, and, uh, you know, it's a good little sort of internal question and, uh, and the pandemic has been tough, you know, it's been tough because you had a lot of time alone. And I've thought about that for people. Very beginning, I thought, hey, where are people going to get it? People were desperate in the beginning of where to get their fix. Oh, God, and it must yeah. Have been super oh, desperate and crazy. I thought about oh, that God. in the beginning. Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been a dark time. And you don't think about every pocket of how emotionally our minds have played tricks on us. You feel depressed. You feel a malaise. You feel blah. You don't know what's going on. It's been a really hard time. And yeah, it is good that there are places for people to get help. But I thought about what it would be like to be using and to in the pandemic. Because you can hide. Trying to, tr you could hide, but you'd have to procure your drug of choice. And I actually thought about, oh my God, that's got to be just so awful. And so I'm, I'm so grateful. It's not something I'm ashamed of. Uh, I think it's honorable that you talk about it. I think you have to talk about your flaws. Mother's Day is May 12th, and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. So is your low point um, getting into trouble and going away or was your low point your addiction or are they all intertwined and what was your high point like what's the most successful thing you've ever done besides having kids i'm sure that's the joy of your life and you can mention that obviously let's take kids out because having kids is the greatest thing for me but it certainly when i opened uh my first store bigger than going public was a big deal yeah yeah bigger than public yeah public was it was it was a little bit more ephemeral. I mean, you, you go public and then you're public. And then all of a sudden that's becomes, it's not, so it's not a big deal. Not to be corny, but I was so proud of my team and my company during the pandemic. I feel like we're headed out of it now, but you know, the company, it was devastating. You know, when we went into it, it's like all of a sudden stores are closed all over the world. You know, it was devastating. You were scared? You were actually nervous? I was uh, not as nervous as, look, I had money in the bag, so I knew that I'd be okay. So, and I know that's, you know, I've, no, I had that. No, but that's different than that being like, what's going on? Yeah. No, no, no. But, but I, you know, I yeah. have to think like that. Same, like my kids I are going to be okay. Yeah. But, but then the company has just been through almost, it's like a nuclear attack almost. And my company, this company, we are, we got through the pandemic and we went through the worst of it. We stayed with it. We opened in shifts. We're still not open fully. And the team that I work with, we built great shoes. We shifted to the internet, you know, the focus. We shifted to so many things. I am so proud of my company right now that we have been through this thing. We didn't take any any money from the government. 
And, you know, we flourished and we're stronger than we've ever been. Here we are in April 2021, and I'm stronger today than I've ever been. And we have been through a retail war, the absolute nightmare scenario. Stores closed all over the world at 18 stores, 18 stores in Israel closed, stores in Dubai closed, stores in Europe closed. Uh, just devastating. And my partners, uh, you know, Nordstrom went through the same things, Macy's, and, uh, you know, the government. You know, the stimulus was helpful and we're getting through it. And But we didn't lose our Yeah, swag, well, guess what, you know? everyone? The takeaway here is that you, got, you get stunned like a deer for two minutes. You cannot live in that. You need to grab the steering wheel really tight because you're going, you know, you're going to be on a rocky road, but you just don't let go and you take a breath and you figure out what you're going to do because where there's, where there's stress there's relief somewhere else. You just have to figure out where it is. And I think this is going to be a gold rush and that seeds were planted during the pandemic that will grow into trees and flowers afterwards. If you sat there panicked and didn't move and be nimble, that's not going to be great. But that's why the word pivot has been so popular. The word shift, people restructured. People realize how many people they really need to have working for them, how much they have to don't be on an airplane and go to a hotel and change your business. So there's still time to figure out how to restructure, regroup and you know, just reorganize. So that's what I think. And in every way, real estate, online, e-commerce, social media, retail, like it all has changed and it won't, you can't sleep on it either because it's now going to come back and then we can't be not prepared for that. So it's a good time to really just assess and be nimble. That's what I think. So what made you go public beside like, and not sell your company? And how much of your company do you own? What are you? What's your title? Like, I don't really know about that kind of stuff. So it was a little different because we went public with Stratton Oakmont which is the famous Wolf of Wall Street. So it's some little shenanigans and all of that. Um, I'm chief creative. It's a little lofty, the chief, chief creator. I was forced to resign as the CEO and I had a seven-year ban and uh, that started in 2001. So this is when you went away. The SEC banned me. And so when the seven years was up, uh, fast forward to... 2008 or nine or whatever it was, I, I thought I got this amazing CEO. I hired this young guy. That's a whiz. Fantastic. Gets me, gets the company. You know, and I was able to, because I was forced to do it. I'm, it was a terrible CEO, emotional screaming, <laughs> the worst, you know, I'm a chew guy, you know? So I was able to be Steve and have others run the other stuff. And we were wild. Because you were able successful. to let go and build your foundation properly and delegate and just let someone be better than you at that. Finding someone doesn't mean pluck up. So we should do a show. We should, here's a good show that we could do on letting go. But that's, it's not easy for someone like me to not run everything. Same, but until you find the right people to do it, it's not that easy, and you have to stop down the rocket ship. It reminds you of a, there's a saying, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Perfect. All right. Well. And, and uh, so that sort of applies. I love it. So the last thing I want to ask is, so you've had astronomical success um, in the fashion world, in the business world. You're a very, very uh, charismatic 
successful role model business story and you give back. It's undeniable. You give back uh, your philanthropist. So even the things that have been the worst things in my life, I genuinely do not regret. Yeah. So do you have, uh, do you regret with those your low points or are your low points also contributing to your high points? Well, sure. I mean, you know, every you're on a path and everything leads you to somewhere. And that's the one answer that I have given. Certainly I regret some of my behavior. Uh, I, I couldn't, I'm, I'm glad I was able to get sober. Uh, I regret the, some of being so short-sighted with this in the Stratton Oakmont phase. I regret that I was fearful and took shortcuts and uh, was so intoxicated by, I mean, if you saw the movie, you know, that whole bit. So I do regret, I do regret my behavior and, I certainly wish I was more successful in my marriage. I regret that. And uh, uh, so I definitely have regrets. And uh, yeah, I mean, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm happy all the pain and suffering kind of leads you to somewhere. And, and you're happy now. You sound like you're in a good place. I, I, am, I am happy most days, yes. I'm happy right now talking to you. Yeah, I'm happy too. <laughs> What's your what your mantra? It maybe may have changed, but what is your sort of blanket statement? Oh my God! You know what? I could answer this question on different days in different ways. Every day. All right. So today's fine. What's today? I, I just I believe in showing up. You know, we're, we're talking to entrepreneurs out there that are going to be listening. That young women that admire you. Uh, and, uh, you know, I really believe in showing up. I, I, I believe in doing the next thing. Um, some people say do the next right thing, but I don't necessarily believe that because one never knows what is the right thing. But if you keep showing up, putting yourself in position to have things happen for you in whatever aspect intellectually, uh, business-wise, sexually, whatever it is, just keep showing up. You know, I mean, I really believe it's important. I love that. And no one said that yet. I love that. That's good. Showing up and it's something very tangible. So I appreciate that in every way. That'd be somebody who shows up for everything. You're amazing. I'm glad I watched the documentary. I'm glad it made me think of calling you. I already had you on the list, but this is exciting and you have a great story. And um, I'm so glad to talk to you. And thanks for taking the time. You're very busy. Yes. Good to see you. Steve Madden has a documentary out, which I know him peripherally, but I know him. I have his phone number. We've met before. That's a major brand, an international brand. And people here that I want to have on, you may not be thinking about every day. You know, it's like somebody unexpected. And then all of a sudden you say to yourself, wow, yeah, that's right. Steve Madden, their shoes are everywhere. And how did that happen? Who is that person behind it? That's a lot of what makes me tick. And I love doing this so much because I'll read information on people that I even know. Um, and he's insightful. He's honest about where he's come from, about where he's going, what he's doing, about parenting, about addiction, about going to jail, about going public, about humanity, about philanthropy. He helps uh, people who've been incarcerated. Uh, he gives back a lot. And 
I just think these stories continue to be more deep, intertwined. And if you listen to this podcast, you're going to get something different from each person. And you can combine all of those things together into your own entrepreneurial and personal puzzle. So I appreciate you for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, And we keep going. It keeps getting better and better. Just Be is hosted and executive produced by me, Bethany Frankel. Just Be is a production of Be Real Productions and iHeartRadio. Our managing producer is Fiona Smith, and our producer is Stephanie Stender. Our EP is Morgan Lavoie. To catch more moments from the show, follow us on Instagram at Just Be With Bethany. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.